Welcome to the Square Bay Show. In this show, we will be discussing the announcement of the launch of Warhammer the Old World and and some incredible lore deep dives, which we'll be talking about in a bit. Uh, we have been joined by Val from his car. He has That's right. he has set up outside Warhammer World HQ. He is in the, he's in the pre-order queue. Uh, I'm amazed. Uh, you flew from Canada. You're outside Nottingham. Yeah. You literally, I could come and join you in the car. Your feet away from. Why me. aren't we just having? Why aren't we just sitting down and talking? That's what I want to know. I agree. Why A car we, podcast. The, the first podcast we did for the Square Bay Show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so you're parked outside, pitched up, ready. Are you excited for uh, the old world release? Uh, you know, just so very excited. Obviously, with the challenges they have in the website, they had to move to a physical queue system. Um, and uh, only at Warhammer World um, because uh, they've adopted a self-ship um, uh, process for the old world. So here I am uh, getting ready to self-ship uh, all my wonderful content and goodies. How are you, Rob? <laughs> I'm doing good. Thank you very much. Uh, the Christmas and New Year break were a welcome horror show, and uh, and then uh, we are now into the uh, absolute grind um, of content production at the beginning of January. Mm -hmm. So I truly feel, uh, I truly mm -hmm. feel the relentless thumb of capitalism pushing down upon my noggin. But I'm grateful cool. for everyone on uh, the Honest War Gamer and also Squarebase Patreon supporting the show. So yeah. it at least feels like I'm not doing it for nothing. I'm doing it for pennies versus doing it for nothing. And that's better. I'm going to throw that out there. I'm keen. No, I sure. gen genuinely. I, don't, I shouldn't tell you. I I probably shouldn't tell you, Rob, that we got rid of the penny in Canada. So, God damn it! <laughs> you, are, you, you are doing it for nothing here. I actually, I'm actually very, very excited. Um, I, uh, I kind of pivoted a couple of days ago. I haven't told you. I mean, I did kind of tell you this. I showed you a picture. But I printed an entire dwarf army in the past three days. Yes, an entire yeah. dwarf army. Uh, that's kind of off the back of you having an ADHD thought and then me gripping it and then running with it. Weaponized ADHD, I yeah. believe. And then me running with it, and then us both being like, that's a terrible idea, let's stop that. We'll explain that in a moment. But generally, I'm very excited. Excited about the old world content. Uh, excited about just generally like embracing some of the old world stuff. I'm really excited for like other game systems as well. I know this isn't the show to yeah. talk about it, but kind of new year. Really excited to just get my head down, do a load of work, run a load of events. Uh, Squarebase GT1 sold out. Squarebase GT, so the one at the TSN Arena. The GT2, I'll include the links in the YouTube vid, is half sold mm -hmm. out already. Number three is starting wow. to sell. Number three is starting to sell, which is which is bonkers. I have a I have a reserve list for GT one already, uh, or GT two, wow. whatever it is. Uh, I haven't even updated any info. What the fourth I was event? Say, you haven't certainly haven't advertised two or three. No, no. So the fourth good. event just says copy because you could like copy an event on Eventbrite. It just says copy of event two. That's all it says. Like and people are like <laughs> seven tickets. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I'm excited about that. I've been researching hills. Yeah. Let me tell you, buddy. Let me tell you, buddy. Uh -huh. When you talk to someone who plays, I got a, the Ninth Age Masters is being held here at the TSN Arena in like a week or something. Ah, got, actually, that's awesome. I've never even put together how how actually really awesome that is to have all those those guys there. That's gonna be Maybe really really out. cool. And like and and they're bringing a bunch of two D terrain. But I've said to them, yeah. I've got a bunch of wicked wicked, obviously three D terrain we use for Age Sigma. Uh, and I was like, I'll try and like 
then create the additional bits that you need so you can actually have some nice terrain, not whatever the hell you guys do. Um, and they were like, yeah, no problem. And then they sent me the list, and the list is insane. They're like, oh, yeah, three rivers. I'm like, three rivers? How am I going to find a river in... 2024. Three rivers? In England, a river <laughs> is covered in poo. Um, uh, because they, they, they made it so that you could just put poo into the rivers now. Uh, and the beaches in the UK. I don't know if you know that. Um, but then the hills. And then we've obviously... So Tom is off now doing a hill, uh, but then producing the the mat so that there'll be a hill when you, when you put your battle up, take a photo, you'll see a hill. But if you try to move on the hill, you just lift... That hill off, bit of flat terrain, and then you can move on or off it. And I think that's the right decision. I can't think of I a better way to do hills. I think that's awesome. I think uh, it's funny. Like a lot of times people will get pissed about abstracting uh, terrain, going to 2D terrain. We'll just be warmer hordes, they'll cry. But the thing is, is that in fantasy, like we already take the trees off when you go in the forest. So I don't see why it's that bad of an idea to abstract hills as well and just take the hill off when you're on the hill. Um, and that way you still get your 3D terrain. It does feel a little superfluous, not going to lie. We might be able to just have 2D hills, but that might be a little too much. Please, um, uh, comments straight away down below. 2D versus 3D hills. What are the advantages and disadvantages? And. And I know what you're saying about like how it is kind of awkward and ugly when like, you know, movement trays are <laughs> pulling the four by four up the side of the hill and kind of stick. Yeah, it's not looking great. Or you got to put some dice underneath the tray to sort of like keep it level and stack it up. That's that's always a sweet look. I'm obsessed um, so, with yeah. a unit halfway up a hill that gets hit by a template and then it oh. scatters. And then someone's like, who did it hit? Only God knows. <laughs> Holy God! No. <laughs> luckily, luckily, uh, in in, um, in the new edition, uh, uh, we'll see how templates work. Maybe maybe they'll let us off the hook, and we'll be able to. We'll, we'll, maybe templates will work in a much different fashion than they used to work. Probably not. Probably we can not. we can only hope. How have you been? Uh, I've been good, man. I've been all over this uh, beautiful land, uh, celebrating tidings of joy and Christmas and yada yada. And now, uh, now we're we're on a nice trip. I'm in a car uh, without a microphone. Sorry, everybody, for the audio quality on this one. But um, yeah, no, things are good. I'm just really seethingly pissed that GW uh, had 12 months to choose uh, when to when to drop this. Uh, and in fact, they chose the two weeks that uh, literally no one. Uh, is around. They're all trying to be with their families, enjoying. Maybe, maybe this is maybe the only stretch of time in in the year where Warhammer people, even Warhammer people, are trying to do something other than Warhammer. So, um, yeah, would love would love to be like all in right now, but I'm no, I'm in a car. I'm in a car. There's only so much outside Warhammer world. Queuing outside Warhammer world, just camped out, I guess. <laughs> and then also the the self shipping policy, I think, is tyrannical and and oppressive and. Uh, you know, only favors those who are privileged enough to be able to afford a plane ticket to Nottingham to physically pick up their box. Exactly. Uh, this is a scandal. This is a scandal. <laughs> it is a scandal. I'm glad we're the breaking news on this scandal. Uh, I would agree. I, I don't want to throw any fire, uh, sorry, any fuel on the fire of the SDS, Games Workshop Hate Specialist Design Studio Conspiracy. Uh, but like, they, they, they showcased the miniatures over Christmas and didn't even then be like, and the pre-order is like they waited till the very the dying moment to uh, announce the the pre-order day. But we do have that now. It's in we the do. can. It's in the can. It's in the can. Sixth of been January. Signed, 
the 6th of January. Don't want to say we called it, but like we're uh, the hotline. Uh, well, we definitely called the, 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 the drop date, which was January 20th. Uh, using our incredible sleuthing skills. Rob even uh, blew the lead on their special little old world party that they're hosting uh, by noticing he couldn't get a game table at at, at uh, old uh, Warhammer World behind me uh, because they're holding an event. They're holding a launch weekend event, which is adorable. I can't wait to see the little bowls of chips that they put out for all of the people who want to come. Yeah, um, it's going to be very nice. And thankfully, January sixth, the launch uh, of uh, Old World is a date which, as of yet, doesn't isn't really marked. It's not like a big no, one. Nothing. No, nothing. Nothing bad or culturally significant has ever happened on Jan sixth. I wonder if nine eleven was taken. <laughs> v Day, yeah, victory in Europe. <laughs> I wonder if that was taken. Uh, <laughs> but the um. Four twenty, but either way, yeah, exactly. So it's all uh, it's all out the can now. So I think that's what we're going to we're going to talk about that today, and we're going to try as you've talked about. There's also a law article which is incredibly significant. There's some other little tidbits as well because, as Val said, he's been away. I've been away. We've been doing different stuff, uh, and we've missed out yeah. on some incredible stuff. There's some there's some news like um nope. I, like I, I'm going to jump out with I think I, I mean I could make this its own video. I was like I, I was tempted to make it the other day because it's it's a bit clickbaity as fuck, and I'm not really sure I want to necessarily do square beastie stuff like that atm um but like the they did an interactive map yeah they did an interactive map and there's some really good <laughs> gossip uh around the interactive map we could talk more about that in the future we could do an entire show on it maybe uh but the the, the bit that really stood out for me was the moot land i think i've got that absolutely correct uh the, the moot, moot yeah the moot the moot uh the moot has been featured uh which is the home of the halflings uh, the yes. home of the halflings, uh, and I'm pretty certain, based on coffee shop rumors. Um, so ah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a. Oh, I, I need like a, I'm gonna give you this a four out of five robs as a rumor. Four out of five robs that that we're gonna be seeing in a halfling army. No, everyone's talking Kislev. Everyone's talking Cathay. Everyone's talking. I'm saying halflings. So I'm saying. Can you can you imagine? Everyone's everyone's sitting there like, I wonder if they'll do nip on Araby. Ooh, dogs of war. Now, mate, halflings. Weren't expecting this, were you, governor? Right? <laughs> I mean, it makes a So lot you of... like dwarves, do you? Yeah. Well, here's some. <laughs> I've well, got some pies. Smaller. Yeah. Uh, now, now, there's a couple of reasons as to why. Uh, my main reason is, is that I know inside SDS, don't forget they also do Blood Bowl, they're a little obsessed with halflings, and we've had quite a lot yeah. of halfling sculpts from Blood Bowl already. So it's not like something they're not like very uh, uh, cogent of. And I think one of the things that we will see in the future is when we do see an army which isn't old armies, I think they're going to blow us out of the water and they're going to be like, we were not expecting that. We'll see, though. That's just a rumor. That's just normally there at the end. Uh, but I'm throwing I mean, it out there. Are you so hold on? It's four to five robs for a like halfling unit, which have existed no. halfling, over the years. Halfling unit. Halfling, halfling unit. Okay. All right. Halfling unit. I can get behind. No problem. I I fully believe that that could because like again, net new units or units that haven't existed for a long time. I feel like those are things that they'll probably be focused on creating. So it'd be really funny though if the empire comes out and the like the new plastic, the hot new plastic kit. For, for for the empire is just a bunch of hungry halflings, uh, <laughs> which would be just mm, 
chef's kiss. I would I would I would enjoy that tremendously, actually. Me too. Um, Me too. So yeah, but I think actually the the developer diary on sort of the setting and the lore that they that they published, I guess, this week, um, I think is really actually insightful. Would would give some insight as to why things like Mootland are appearing on that map and and uh, it's a good good foundation for a, a deeper chat about some of the cooler um, sort of indicative lore items that have been uh, hinted at through the map and other articles. All right, yeah, I, I'd love to go those, through those with you. Uh, should we jump into? Uh, yeah, so there's been the interactive map. Uh, there's been some. There's been some different almanac stuff, which has been really fun as well. Uh, we know that the um, uh, with pre-order. So normally the way it works, uh, and I'm, I know you know this already, but I'm explaining it to other people at home. The way it works is normally pre-orders uh, means that like normally embargoes lift on creators. Uh, that's yeah. how it works in AOS. That's how it works in 40k. So I assume it, how it works for all of them. So I'm assuming as of the sixth. We are going to see miniatures being painted by all your favorite miniature painters. Uh, we might see some rules being dissected by people who are like, I don't know you what this so? is. What is this? I don't know what this is. There's so well, many there, rules. There, there's, uh, I, I have no, I'm very curious to see A, who got it. I think there are going to be a lot of, like, I think some very confused content creators be like, oh, Old World, what's that? Yeah, totally. I'll, I'll take one of those. And then there's, yeah, you're right. It's what the f is this? <laughs> Um, and that's going to be funny. Um, and then there's also, uh, but there are, you know, out in the, certainly in the Forte case sphere, um, there are some creators who are of course very, uh, you know, former fantasy players, uh, big, big time square heads, if you will, not very square bass, these guys, cause they're on different channels and we'll screw them. And they're going to suddenly know everything and we know nothing. So that's nice, but we will be able to then hoover up. All the man read book content and 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 distill it down for those people uh, 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 who are more square based in their tastes and preferences. I think there's going to be some real problem conversations in the future, um, and the sticking point for me is absolutely going to be the how to win conversation uh, because I've been thinking through this a lot because actually. Uh, as a tabletop game, like it absolutely will not be what I would consider to be a casual game. You cannot casually mm. play it unless you have seven to eight hours um, uh, to you know work through what each one of the rules will will, will mean, um, or unless you do seven to eight hours of homework so that you can play a three-hour game. Uh, and then, uh, but the how to win is very very interesting. How to win, like, is so fun because it's like. Don't engage with your opponent. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, uh, compared to oh, the, like, assu like assuming that it's all kill points still. Assuming like, it's, uh, yeah, assuming yeah. it's all kill points. That then yeah. it's actually a really fa fascinating meta conversation. I actually spoke to uh, uh, my friend uh, Nick from the Dwellers Below. I'm sure you know that podcast. Yeah. Uh, so we we had a chat yesterday, and we were talking about what win conditions were like uh, back in ETC Warhammer Fantasy Battle Days and those other things. And he was giving me a bunch of different tournament formats and a bunch of different ways that people worked about like uh, points differentials and you know what was considered a win, what wasn't, and those other things. And I think mm -hmm. that's fascinating. Uh, I really do. So uh, I, think, I think it's going to... I don't know if it's really, really engaging as a conversation or it's actually very flat. And I can't really decide right now. Does that make sense? That well, makes sense. I think. Well, we're gonna have this. Is gonna be. It's just gonna be a deluge of stuff, right? And I mean, there's so many moving parts to this. I mean, we're we're getting 
16 factions more or less day one. It's funny. They keep flipping back and forth on Warcom whether or not the the the, the legacy or renegade fact factions will come out on release. But the most recent article has flipped back to at release. So maybe that means on release weekend. I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, we have that. We'll have mission structure. We'll have just the mechanics of the game itself. Um, this thing is going to be cause so many hot takes that really even us, because it's not like we're going to suddenly be out there, uh, you know, cr like uh, grinding out games immediately. Um, it's going to take a long time for this to be sort of downloaded into brains, a 350 page rule book. So that's going to be based on previous experience. A significant portion of that will be rules. There's just going to be a lot to get through. So I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm, a, I'm super excited. Um, uh, and I, uh, I look forward to, uh, again, really riding the coattails of those people who, who have access. Hopefully some will just read it in front of a camera. Or, as I've been encouraging them to, slide into my DMs, would you? <laughs> All right. Well, so, like, so many hot bits of hot news. Uh, so, we're, in a few days, the rules, or at least the early access people, will put the rules out there in the world, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, hot takes galore from the sixth, yep. which we love. Uh, and then a bunch of other stuff. But before we do that, pre-order window. Is everyone hype? Again, comments below, comments in the chat. Are people excited? Are people going to be buying into it? Uh, they've showcased what they're going to sell us. Uh, so now yeah. we're in that. And I'm showing off first off the Bretonian box. Uh, some great artwork, uh, a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I think these have been covered in detail. But Val, what are you thinking? Are you going to pick this bad boy up or no? I am all over the place on this. Ooh. Because I think I think of, of the two boxes... I do tend to prefer the Bretonian because we are outspoken uh, OG Tomb Kang haters here, especially for the core stuff. Uh, and um, and the Bretonian box though does have a lot more things that I that I actually don't have in my collection or want more of. Like more Pegasus Knights is really nice. Obviously, I don't have a Royal Pegasus, which does not include the BSB option. Mother suckers, um, but uh, Royal <laughs> Pegasus. Um, yeah. the, uh, the, uh, you know, I don't need Knights of the Realm, but I could really use some men at arms. So I don't know. I'm, I'm of many minds on this. Um, I was breaking, I did spreadsheet some of the, the costs involved. Oh, I think I kind of, I think I got my head. Do we want to talk about pricing as we go through this? Cause there are rumors around pricing. Um, but, uh, also we speak different currencies, so it makes it a little bit difficult, but, um, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I'm all over the map. I think honestly, where I'm going to wind up is I'm going to buy books and as many uh, Grail Pilgrims and reliqu 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 Relics as possible. Shut up. You are... Are you serious? I love those guys. Yeah, I like those guys. Yeah, I have no hatred for the, the Grail Pilgrims. And to be quite frank, I don't know of a company who makes one that I do like. So there you go. I'm, okay. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to yuck anyone's yum. I think, right. I think, I think there needs to be a kind of like overarching banner statement now because we're getting into the crunch times and mm -hmm. um, people are starting to mudsling left and right, and I feel that's really oh, it's going to get dirty out there. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna yeah, get dirty. yeah, it's unnecessary. I mean, there are there are definitely things I absolutely do not love miniature wise. Um, sure. So I'm going to try and be respectful for people's yums uh, and not mm -hmm. put my yuck in there. Uh, but good. Good. I'm glad. Uh, do you know what? I'm glad you're taking them out of circulation. Well, hey, you know they're not quite they're not quite second edition grots from 40k, but uh, you know, no, actually, I I don't know. I, I I don't need to defend them to you. 
I think they're really cool. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, I just, really, I really think they're cool. I like their, their silly little, um, Monty Python, um, grail knight that they're, that they carry around and they all have upside down shields and they're, they're lunatics. I think that's fun. Um, uh, but as to whether or not I buy this box, I don't know. I'm still undecided. The val- So this gets to the value conversation um, because it comes down a little bit to how they're pricing these boxes. And by the looks of it, it's basically like in Canadian dollars anyway, it feels like, you know, the 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 rule book, I think it's $80 Canadian. Um, the Pegasus, the Royal Pegasus is around 80 bucks Canadian as well. So that's 160 or so. So then the balance of the ki- of, of of the thing is um you know another 200 bucks. Um so I don't know if I need the other stuff for 200 bucks, you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. I understand. Uh, I like um I said this I haven't said this on the Squarebase channel so far, but I'm only going to be picking up books and cards. But I will pick up all the books and all the oh, cards. Yeah. Uh, I saw yeah. some I've seen some bonkers takes. We don't need to talk about this today. About you must buy stuff. Corporate welfare is not real. Everyone grow up. Oh no. Okay. No. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. We're we're definitely not. We're definitely not in that camp at all. And also, there's enough people who are just gonna be into it. We don't have to. We don't have to have a poverty mentality about this, guys. Like the, people are gonna buy this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's also, it's it's. I, weak, I still. It's a weak ass attitude. Like I, I think that's the thing that uh, people yeah. need to like embrace is that you got you got a weak spine. That's what I'm gonna say, right? This is going to be huge. <sighs> Been calling it for ages. Was disappointed when there was new models, uh, but yeah. it's gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge. It's mm-hmm. gonna be so tough. But whatever. All right, the next box. Huge. Yeah, huge. The next have, box. Have the have oh. old models. I, I find myself. I find myself um, already like old models are already normalized. Me. I've already, <laughs> fully, I fully embraced my my old model overlords at this point, um, except for the Tomb King core, um, which I am so so horribly torn about. Which you were to... about to segue to. So let's. Well, go, no, let's go. I want you to know that when we get to the Yeoman, I'm going to yuck everyone's yum. There's no way you can't you can't <laughs> you can't defend them. Undef- I think Power Pilgrims are undefendable, but whatever. Okay, so. Uh... Okay, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Uh, so then we got uh, Tomb King's box again. Are people picking this up? Yes or no? Let's know. Um, uh, like these are different prices, different places. There's an interesting fact is that they're different prices for the different boxes. Uh, the Bretonian one yeah. is like in England, twenty quid uh, cheaper than it is uh, in for the Tomb King box, which is which is a little pricey. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's... I, yeah, that comes down to the difference between the dragon and the and the horsey, the flying horse, the Pegasus. Yes, I think. Yeah, yeah, um, but uh, either way, I don't know I'm, why. I'm yeah. <laughs> the base, the base is bigger. It costs a lot of money. Twenty. The base is bigger. Yeah, a lot of my lot, lot more money. But yeah, like so. Frame of reference. I was looking at some of the the uh, cities of Sigmar kits, and like there's a really cool guy in a manacore. Actually, a lady, I think, on a manacore. Talia Vedra. Um, and Talia Vedra. Thank you for for sharing that with me. Um, and, uh, she's about, again, Canadian dollars, 180, whereas something like the Royal Pegasus, I think is showing up as 80 bucks Canadian, something like that. So it's like literally double. I think that's why, I think that's why they changed. They, they made the relative value different so that one wasn't a stonking deal over the other, but you'd think they might want to give a little extra value to the tube kings. Guess <laughs> they got a load of old ass models. Anyway, some people are excited mm. about this, some people aren't. There's the next box. 
Um, uh, and there are, there are price differences. One thing to say, though, and I think this is, I don't know, just weird, just weird. Uh, they produce a bunch of dice, the scatter dice in there. This led to a whole conversation, which I'm super glad that we weren't in the middle of, uh, which was, right. which was, there's no artillery dice. Um, and then uh, they've started to sell dice with artillery dice. So artillery dice definitely in it, but they've decided not to include artillery dice in not the starter sets, but kind of the starter sets, which is weird. And just like Super weird, so weird. I assume they just don't know where to also, buy any. I don't know. Also, given that it's a a themed like uh, you know, it's a themed army box. Why not put the themed dice in the army box, guys? Just put the themed dice in the army box. But anyway, uh, I'll be buying the dice regardless. <laughs> yeah. Also, they they do cards. Why haven't they put the cards in the box? Uh, this is a hard. This is a hard question to answer. Uh, as is the reasoning behind my light going out. Great. Uh, so yeah, the, uh, there's no there's no cards in the box, which is I don't know why mm -hmm. that's because the, there's reference cards. I feel like they should have been auto included in the box, especially as they would have cost mm -hmm. eight pennies. I know you don't have them now, but eight <laughs> pennies to produce. Yeah. Uh, well, we can rank on all of this all we want. Let's 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 get back into the happy territory. The box. Uh, it does. The books. The books are awesome. The books I don't, are awesome. I don't get the hate for the books. I don't get the hate for the books. Wait, there's hate for there's the books? Yeah, people are grumbling about there being so many books. I'm like, what What do you want, guys? Oh, like, God. They're, they're going to make a lot of books here. Um, especially the, uh, I keep seeing the comment, day one DLC. It's day one DLC with the Arcane Journals. So the Arcane Journals, because they could have just been in Ravening Hordes and, and Forces of Fantasy. Why, why are these Arcane Journals being sold separately? Um, it's obviously a cash grab. Also, also, we're, people use such hyperbolic language. I love it so much. Um, but uh, yes, well, it is. Uh, let's just be clear: yeah. the entire of Games Workshop's methodology is a cash grab. Like, well, yeah, yeah, it is. It certainly is. And we we both have been, uh, you know, going over which cash grabs we're comfortable with and not comfortable yeah. with. Um, you're not comfortable with Grail Pilgrim cash grab. I'm. <laughs> I am. Uh, and we're both very comfortable, I think, with the, with the books, especially the, the hinted at book quality. And also all of that silly crap, the dice, the cards, give it to me. Uh, yeah, that, that is true. Someone has just said in the chat and, and uh, said the biggest downside uh, to the old world community is uh, a biggest drawback to the old world is the community. Not true. Not the square based mm -hmm. community. Uh, square based mm -hmm. and, uh, and angular pilled. So get ready. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, BTB, the BTB, the Big Teal Book, as it's now known. The Big Teal Book. The Big Teal Book. Uh, and the Force of Fantasy and Ravening Hordes. Uh, uh, I think, number one, I'm going to say this now. I'm going to pitch this. Two things. I said if they're going to release something, I want them to look and feel like Tamra Khan. Now, they at least look the part. Okay, mm. I'm not saying they're going to feel that way, but they're looking the part, like which is nice. Mm. We're probably not going to have that lovely textured paper that Tamra Khan has, but it looks good. No, we don't have that. Oh, yeah, shockingly, no special edition rule book. I was surprised by that because um, that is a that was a, a classic thing. Every every classic time cash they, grab they released. That's a classic cash grab. Again, very willing to slurp that up. Uh, so I was surprised that there's no like, how am I supposed to find pages in my rule book without the 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 custom ribbon that you can that the limited editions always had? I mean, I'm gonna be lost all the time. Um, but um, 
yeah, they, they, they look really nice because of uh, new artwork on the front. I think that really the design that they, the, the design touches that they've been using um, has are, are really, really nice and evocative. I love the artwork on, uh, you know, the, the boxes that we've seen so far, but also the, the rule books just looks really wonderful. Um, and um, so I'm really excited. Yeah, we don't get the, the faux leather. Um, copy 669, Soft touch. 700 or whatever. Soft touch cover, thank you. We don't get our bookmark ribbon. We don't get the gold, um, you know, out exterior. That's fine, guys. 2.0, we can we can get we can get those. But uh, yeah, the books I think look really good, and they're beefy. They're all big. There's all kinds of content in these things. Um, I think this is kind of unlike a lot of GW content where it is like lowercase content. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a bunch of junk and then five pages of rules that you have to buy. You know yeah. what I mean? Whereas these feel loaded. Um, they, they, they just look like they're, they're just going to be overflowing with stuff to just pour over and wrap your brain around. Yeah, this is a – do you guys have Sunday dinner? This is a Sunday dinner book, definitely. It's a, it's a roast. A it's roast. a roast. Yeah, big roast dinner this is, uh, which is yeah. solid. I like both of these. And, uh, and, and I think for, for – like as a collector – uh, so just to be clear all of these books will be digitally available fucking like asap someone's gonna say oh they're also mm -hmm. epubs oh my god i forgot to say they're also epubs you can yeah, just buy them too like you could also you could also just get yourself like a a, a legit copy uh you don't even have to pirate we don't have to encourage we don't even have to encourage piracy how nice is that you yeah. can go and buy yourself a genuine epub and convert it into whatever the hell you want uh which is wonderful uh it's nice to have options it's great to have options. So it will be a, an EPUB. Um, EPUBs are much easier for me. I just have a tablet, all my EPUBs are on it, and then I just move them up and down. So yeah, EPUB, obviously, uh, much more sensible for going and playing games. But God damn it, if I can't work all day, work all night for just a little bit of consumerism to own a couple of pretty books to put yeah. on a shelf, I think I'm going to do it. Um, I think I think I'm gonna do it. Like again, I'm still like you seesawing on this subject because I know, like you know, what became of my big red book. Um, but I think for me, this is kind of. I wish I'd had that original big red book. Maybe I even do have. I'm not sure because that was my first rule book I bought for Warhammer, and then the yeah. big teal book next to each other would be kind of like a nice kind of my walk through life, especially as I do it for work. You know, like it would be kind of a nice moment for me, I think, to to collect this. Maybe even, do you know what? Yeah, I'll buy one, and then every when I do any old world stuff, I'll get it signed. You know, like whenever we meet each up with each other at some point, we'll sign it. Um, you know, stuff like that. Like, I think a, like be a, a yearbook. Like yeah. a yearbook. I think that'd be a nice thing for me. Like, I think that'd be really fun. So yeah, yeah, I'll do what that. A nice idea. I'll do something cute and weird and old. Uh, but the two books, let us know if you're getting them. I'd be interested in what you're doing. Cute, and then... cute weird, and old. Uh, three things to describe your average <laughs> old world player. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we've got the Arcane Journal, Kingdom Bretonia, and then... Yeah. Uh, so now this is the day one DLC. I, can I just take a moment? I spoke about Please. this already during a live stream, but just very simply, I understand if you're upset about playing three books day one. Number one is you do not have to play three books. This mm -hmm. is a additional, this is an add-on. This is not the same as the 40K Rage Sigma where you have to buy this because it replaces the first. This is an add-on mm -hmm. to the second. And this is not a power level add-on. This is a way to build your army in a different way add-on. Like, you know- We'll see. 
okay, okay. We'll what, see. Well, like, what I mean by that is, is like, you know, they're not, they're, it's not the same as like you get an entire army's worth of additional rules on top sure. like you would do in a codex. Do you know what I mean? I, th I think so. Like your average Bretonian player is, or, or or Tomb King player, or whomever you know, any of the core factions that get this, they're gonna want to buy these things. But um, I think I I'm, I don't know. I'm hopeful that at a minimum, it's that they'll want to buy these things. Like that, they're not. You have to buy these things. I think this is what you're kind of like, what you're kind of hinting at or alluding to. I think if it's just if you're pissed that you have that your rules are locked behind a book, um, okay, that's a fair complaint. Um, steal them then, or, or just reference them from the internet, battle scribe, wherever uh, rules start getting stashed. That I mean, it's, it's tenuous that you even need to buy codexes right now or, or, or battle tomes anyway. Um, but I think it feels like to me that there's going to be lots of cool stuff in here that as a fan of that particular faction, you will want to have and to read. It'll be the, it'll be the, the sort of the lore updated to the to the like present timeline where they are it will be um you know a little bit more you'll be able to go through and see how have they tweaked or changed things they've already alluded to in the in the developer diary um kind of shifting how bretonians work like from a societal perspective to make them a little less onerous to paint which is kind of fun um so yeah there's all gonna be all kinds of nuggets and things in there that nerds are gonna be pouring over and, and finding out how how are things different than they were when we last saw them and um yeah i don't see that as a bad thing when they're, you know, not giving us, but all of the, like, the majority of the rules you need are put out into a book that is specifically for rules. Like, it's not in a book that's, like, also, like, covered in lore and, and all kinds of stuff. You have books that are just army list rules, which is, I think, a, a much better way to do it rather than, like, forcing me to buy something that is lore and pictures and maybe a couple page of rules I want. Well, yes, um, so yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I've got a follow-on point. And to kind of finish my point off, you don't need to buy, you know, for that, I've got to get three books. You don't need to get this. But if you're a Warriors of Chaos player or a Dwarf player or an Elf player, you're going to be hype in three months, six months, a year and a half, whenever, yeah. when your Arcane Journal comes out. So as like the first crew, Tomb Kings and Bretonians, as the first people getting your books, I get it. You're like, ah, oh, it's a lot. But, you know, in two years' time, when everyone else has had an Arcane Journal and you ain't had shit, you're going to be yeah. like, I wouldn't mind a book. Like, so... Also, also, what actual Bretonia fan is complaining about <laughs> getting a book? Like, clearly you don't know what you're talking about, pal. Like, like there's there are people who probably are openly wept when they saw that there was a Bretonia Arcane Journal. Even if this thing was, like, a pamphlet. Without and but they are uh, they're also soft cover. I noticed uh, even if this thing was just a useless pamphlet, like Bretonian players would just pick them up off of the street and and just just hold them dearly at night. They haven't had a release I think since two thousand at least two thousand four. I know that's the last model I think is like two thousand four. It's been a long time. It's like twenty ish years. Um, so yeah, <laughs> let them have their book. And I think everyone as they get them is gonna gonna enjoy them. Um, I know I'm looking forward to picking them all up. So, and I don't. I'm not a completionist in other games. I'm not that guy. Um, especially again, look from the frame of reference of 40k, where I know that this book, the book that I'm, you know, that I have to buy, uh, will be obsolete within three years. Um, you know, uh, maybe five, 
if you're at the back end of the next release cycle and at the start of the first one, Imperial Guard, looking at you, um, you know, like they're they're basically disposable. Like they're they're not really useful things um, in my book, and I and I don't and I don't see a lot of value in picking them up. These I feel like will last a fair amount of time as far as like actually being relevant. Um, if we look at like development cycles around some of the other SDS games, they do tend to hang in there a little longer than others, which is nice. Um, I might be, of course, projecting a little bit because obviously all my eighth edition stuff is, you know, 10, uh, 10 plus years old, or a lot of it is. Um, and, um, you know, that's only because the world blew up and it became the last edition de facto for a while. Um, but nonetheless, it does feel like this stuff will be relevant for a longer period. And so I'm excited to get it. I, I, I don't feel, I don't feel like I am being strong armed into it. I would say that there's a, a couple of really fun, um, uh, bits here that people are also missing as well. Number one, it's cheap, which is great. And because they haven't, like you said, preloaded it with a bunch of lore and a bunch of like other stuff, they're like, you know, like a lot of like the codexes, battle tomes, codex supplements, whatever the hell they're called, 40k. You know, they're like, they're like, you know, it's got to be around the 30 pound mark. So here's some just additional bump. This is just like a couple of army lists. What this means is, is if they're like, Do you know what, we've got two great ideas from Bretonia. Yeah here's another arcane journal in six months a year you know two months uh, like two years whatever they can just do this because it's like it's just basically the rules guy if the rules guy is just yeah. like you know i've got like two ideas in my head let's bang them in write a bit of front for that you know here's a great idea so you've got some real scope in my personal opinion for these being like not just this is in the edition the only bretonian one you get uh, like, but you know, obviously that's a bit of hope, I think, but it could be something really cool that we see. Uh, so, and, and also gives them a good format, how they sell us or the structure of the game is quite important because it opens up mm -hmm. some real scope. You could just have like, I don't know, Bretonians versus, I don't know, halflings. Cause we talked about that earlier, you know, as a dual box. I have well. like the, the halfling grand army is definitely white dwarf material. If I've ever seen, if I've ever heard it. Uh, but yes. Oh my god, Randy's in the chat. It's so exciting. Uh, okay, right. So, uh, battles, so then we talk about the minis. Uh, so the BSB on uh, Pegasus is coming out. Looks hot. Getting it? Not getting it? You getting any of this stuff? Um, well, actually, you just raised a good point. The BSB on Pegasus is being released separately because, again, for some reason, that's a different kit than the one that's in the the Bretonian box. The Bretonian box is the Duke and the Baron on Pegasus. Um, so I am back to, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I want one Pegasus, but I probably want a Duke riding it eh, or like a, a Baron or maybe, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I am so undecided and I only have a few days to do this. Um, short answer. No, but now I'm thinking more about getting the starter set again. Oh, uh, okay. I see. Yeah, they, they definitely cash grab hashtag. Uh, they definitely uh, didn't put all of the value in the box, right? Didn't throw the BSB in there, didn't throw the cards in there, didn't throw the dice in there. So mm -hmm. um, they definitely have split this out, um, yep. uh, you know, quite aggressively. I think it's a great kit. I've said this previously. I think that it's a That's stunning great. miniature. Uh, then we get down to the Pegasus Knights uh, getting re released. So. Yeah, That's again, fun. if I want those, I think I grab them from the box. Like I would get the starter if I wanted those. Mm. Yeah, which I uh, kind of do. Uh, okay, then uh, the the Grail Grail Yikes, no Grail Knights. Sorry, uh, I misread that. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I misread that. Woo, the Grail Knights are out. 
That's a hard pass from me, pal. Hard pass. <laughs> yeah, everyone in the chat, Although I, in the YouTube comments, hit me with a smash or pass. <laughs> uh, that's a pass, and I did notice. It looks like they've updated the basing on them since the last time we saw them. And in their first, they had a, they had a Warcom Almanac to the to the Grail Knights, which we did a show on, and uh, it looked like they were still on their twenty five by fifties. Uh, these guys look like they have finally been upgraded to the thirty by sixty, which is nice. Uh, they also, as I understand it, they're three models for fifty fifty in the UK fifty pounds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that uh, according to my calculation is uh, a lot of fucking money for <laughs> everyone on eBay still sleeping, being like, "Do you know what? These are still fine." Um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I have no words. I have no words for the Grail Knights. I wish at least the Questing Knights are really like cool and characterful. It is genuinely tough to distinguish the difference between uh, for, to my like pleb eyes. It's genuinely d difficult to like look at a table and be like, "What is the most um, powerful warrior on this table?" And the, they just look like Knights of the Realm to me. They don't look like anything else. They, they don't, don't look also particularly metal. different. Yeah, they're metal. I mean, I, but like, there, there are good metal models uh, uh, that we've already discussed, and we don't need to discuss anymore, uh, which I, we'll get back to in a second. I, I know some people are going to tell me metal is the way. Oh no, the <laughs> the Battle Pilgrims is next. And the great yes. Speaking <laughs> of good metal models, <laughs> talking about absolute brilliant things. Do you think? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a smash, man. I don't know why you're so mean to them. I think they're. I think they're very characterful. This characterful. is because you. You believe that you. I know you've been to England. You've been. I know you I, know been. that England isn't again. the uh, is um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yet you think that's what. That's how you think we live. That's how you think we talk. You think that we sit around a campfire eating Swedes. Like, like you're like, oh yeah, some English fellas. I'll collect those yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah. Get some coconut shells. It would be great. Actually, I. That's funny that you mentioned that the questing knights, which they haven't been re-released, -re are all like because they have all their stuff on their back, but they really do actually have the vibe of the Monty Python guys, which I've never, I've never put together before. Um, man, self-realization on this show is always so deep. <laughs> for me. Uh, but uh, no, I love these guys. I think they're cool and they're a little bit they're they're lunatics. Um, and, uh, yeah, so this is a smash for me and also very hard to come by for a long time. So this is one of those models that like, I haven't gone chasing a lot of Bretonian stuff. Um, I was able to get a collection of it at a reasonable secondhand price. I'll still be doing a lot of that. I'm sure going forward. Um, but, uh, these are guys that I just never found. Cause again, they're all, they're all metal. I don't know if they were ever really relevant in, 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 in the older fantasy stuff. So you just don't see them very much. So this one, this one I'm kind of happy to have a chance to grab. I like can that. I can I just uh, can I just ask if that we do know do we know the law? We assume I assume that the sculptor sculpted the first mini with the shield upside down, and then was <laughs> like, "Nah, I'm not changing it." And they just, I'm just the gonna rest. roll that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sticking. Like, <laughs> gonna roll it. Uh, yeah, it could be. Or the, now, there's gonna be some people who are Bretonian fans, and they'll, they'll point out in the in in the comments exactly why their shields are upside down. Because I'm sure there's a very specific lore reason. Yeah, done uh, after the guy was like, "I ain't changing it, man." Uh, like, come on. <laughs> I gotta go get some smoke spot. I'll be back. Um, yeah. 
Right, okay, then, oh no, the Mounted Yeoman and Yeoman Command. I'm going to hit you up He's with a, a pass. That's a pass. That's a hard pass as well, yes. That's a, that's a big pass. I'm going to throw um, that out there. These are available, but yeah. some people may like them. Some uh, people might like them. Some people might like them. Yeah. Uh, but then, ladies and gentlemen, a stunner, the handmaiden of the lady. Do you know something? I've been looking at a bunch of uh, Bretonian 3D prints, as you well know, and... Mm -hmm. The hand mean the lady's perfect. She's a great sculpt. Eleven out of ten. She is. Eleven yeah. out of ten. We, I'm gonna we, call it. Um, she's she's really nice. Um, we don't have Elise Duchard yet. Um, no, we don't. Uh, the so Tootsie, she, the Tootsie Rider. Tootsie Rider on the unicorn. Um, who seems to be spicy? I think some of her rules were were tipped on uh, on the uh, on the how to play quote unquote vid. Um, so yeah, I. I don't know. She doesn't. Again, not super wildly crazy for this one. But one thing I will say I is that I have some, I have some damsel and prophetess models in my, uh, in my existing collection, and uh, I, they're not good. I, I don't like those ones at all. So this might be something I look to either find a nice print of or get the official model. I like Elise. I think I, I think I'll splurge for Elise, but I'm not sure about her. Uh, I like the handmade the lady because there's a lot of negative space to paint. So obviously. Love that. I need. I need a lot of. I need more positive space. Personally, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a positive space kind of guy. <laughs> me too. Me too. Uh, then, uh, just now, these I think are stunning. Just lead from this at the top of the article. Battle standard bearer on foot and mounted. Whew. Like these you are like maybe. Those guys? Oh, dude! I could maybe. I understand all of the other minis that exist, like for mini of the year. But these do the, especially the framing, the helmet and the banner and stuff. These it's so hard to do a knight, just a regular dude with a flag, mm -hmm. like that impresses. After all these years of looking at miniatures, but there you go. I would say like you would put that in the dictionary. That is a miniature model for a war game, in my opinion. I think that's that's it. I, I'm shocked at at uh, your your passion for. Knight on horse holding flag. Um, I'm not gonna yuck. Sure. All right. Cool, man. Um, I'm not gonna yuck on that one. Uh, but it's a pass from me. Yeah. Don't exactly. Uh, right. So the best images. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and then you got the quested knight on great with great weapon. And originally wasn't sure, but now big smash for me. Yeah, I, he's cool. Uh, he's cool, and he's also gonna look super badass. Obviously, now that we know about the knights of the realm on foot. Uh, which are not in the initial wave, but they'll be coming soon. Yes, and a box of twenty as well. Box of twenty. That was a that's a bit of a relief, um, for sure. Uh, uh, box of twenty for those guys is 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 again comparing them to other ranges. I mean, that's a fair amount of models because you know, like a similar unit in forty k or AOS, you're probably getting ten models for a similar price point. So yeah, not bad. That's not bad. Cool. Right, so then we get down to the uh, reference card pack and the dice set. Uh, so here we got some. Here we got some cash grab monies. Um, wow. Because these are spenny, is what I'm going to say. The, the the price point on this is aggressive to the point <laughs> of to the point of like you're going to do it. You're going to do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. I think it's like eighty dollars. How much do they fucking in Canada? Hold on a second here. Let me just see. Eighty dollars sounds. Uh, Tomb King dice. I estimate to cost fifty dollars. 
I estimate $50 Canadian for Tim King dice or any of the other dice packs, uh, which is just, I mean, that's treating me mean. That is being mean to me, yeah. but uh, at the same time, I'm going to grab them. Also, unlike almost everything we've mentioned so far, uh, they've, com they've confirmed on uh, Warhammer Community that uh, like things like the starter box and all these kits that they're talking about releasing, they're just going into the permanent catalog. So there are things that will be available on shelves. Um, uh, whereas the dice and the cards are limited. So once they're gone, they're gone. And they will is, go. They will go. They they will will go. That's probably the only reason to really queue up um, to get to get in line uh, as I am right now. I'm here for the dice, guys. I am currently, of course, as Rob mentioned at the start of the show, in front of Warhammer World, and I'm I'm doing this for the dice. There's no other reason. Uh, and the cards. And the card sleeves. Don't forget uh, the card sleeves. Oh Rob. no, yeah, we're gonna get that. Don't worry. Don't get worried. I think like these are these are egregious. Like you say, the press on these is yeah. just absolutely just it's humiliating. It's humiliating. <laughs> <laughs> like they're just they're like you are a sub little bitch yeah. by the yeah. cards and the dice and i'm I like i feel like when if you go into a store to buy them they'll just throw them on the ground to you and you have to actually crawl to pick them up like that's that's how that's how that's how they'll deliver the dice or maybe they'll just take each one out of the box and just <laughs> spit it in your face <laughs> do you know what do you know what like i know for a fact i can just get these done custom myself like yes, one hundred can cheaper, significantly mm -hmm. cheaper, and I'm like, and, I, and then somehow I'm like, yeah, I'll get that, and I'm that like, come on, Rob, come on. Anyway, anyway, stop yeah. it. Better than Tomb Kings though, so I'll take it. Okay, right. So now we're moving on to the Tomb Kangs, Tomb Kangs, the Arcane Journal. Same deal. I'm going to be picking mm -hmm. up all of these things, Arcane Journals and the yes. books. Uh, so that's that's on my smash list. Let's go. And again, I like that they're cheap. Like, well, cheap for Games Workshop, not cheap, obviously. Yeah. Look, at, look how ish. much they've normalized me. They've Schrodinger'd me. Yeah. <laughs> That's not yeah, right. Ish. Ish. Um, well, I have a bit of a lighting issue. Uh, um, <laughs> Long may podcasting from Carl's Rain in the old world. Uh, right. So, what can we buy? Smash or pass? Tomb Guard. I think these stand, these hold up. These look great. Let's say it. Tomb Guard? Yeah, it's one of the newer kits. Um, again, I think box of 20 for these guys, too. Um, this might be a smash, actually, for me, because uh, I, I think I have 20 so far, so definitely 20 more would be good. But I'm just so on the fence about Tomb Kings in general that Tomb King Tristan is probably very upset with me. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't know quite what I'll do with these guys. I, I said this, again, on a previous stream, not not like just a, like a Twitch stream, so it wasn't like anything recorded, but... Um... You know, you've got two things you can sell. You've got Egyptian mummies, awesome. And obviously, thank you to Brendan Fraser for doing so much for us to make that so much cooler. Obviously, uh, you know, uh, what a real one. But you grow up in in fantasy or in watching movies. The knights, the knights are just always the cut there. You know, we've been so knight-pilled uh, through our indoctrinated, knight-coded through our lives uh, that, like, you know, they're always going to resonate bigger, in my opinion. Uh, I think that's always going to be the case. Tomb Kings is, you know, not the de facto kind of thing you think about when you think of fantasy. You don't think of Egyptian money, mummy uh, warriors. But they're awesome. They're absolutely awesome, and I can see why people want to go. Yeah. I mean, in general, I am, like, so... Because I think... I don't I need rules, man. Before I can really commit to, like, a, a love or a passion, I feel like I, I need some rule clarity. I mean, I want to know... 
it's hard for me to just buy models sometimes. Um, so yeah, like you know, Grell Pilgrims notwithstanding, but they're a special case. Um, you know, it's just. <laughs> so I think I think that is one of the hangups for me is uh, is is wanting to grab some get some get some rules clarity, so then I'll I'll know what I want to get. I'd like to be clear. I was not shit on Tomb Kings. I'd like to be clear that I think that they have a larger place in the mental psyche of people growing up. I apologize, especially to all my kind of like Egyptian region based uh, listeners. Okay. So obviously that was obviously probably very culturally significant. I apologize. Um, okay. <laughs> I would say though, it's, it is reinforced though a little bit. Like we did like a little straw poll on, on like what starter uh, people be picking up and the Bretonians led the tomb Kings by a good margin. Um, so like, it, I'm not, I'm not saying that they're not, um, uh, you know, like I, the Bretonians are, for whatever reason, are very evocative for people and that people get very excited for them. Tomb Kings, I think a lot of like for the people who it's like Necron players. I've never really understood in 40K, you have the the, the space Tomb Kings, the Necrons. Yeah. And I've like the people who like Necrons have a thousand Necron warriors. Yeah, they have they don't they do not fast their addiction to Necrons. And I do not understand it. I understand. I, I relate more to the Tomb King fans than I could ever relate to a Necron fan. Um, I just find that, like, I just, why would you like this? Um, and that's, you know, I, I, I can accept other people like things different than me, but Tomb Kings don't fall into that category for me. It's more just like, I don't trust them, Rob. I don't trust them. In my mind, Tomb King's bad. They've been bad in my whole fantasy life, which isn't that long. Um, but, you know, like, I, I just... I'd love to see how they play. They had some weird mechanics in the old game. I just kind of, I want to see what they are. I want to see what they're about. I, I got a question. I know we're in the middle of stuff and maybe on a deadline, but I just wanted to, so like, what do you think, which which army of the core armies that are out there, Yeah. of the core armies, mm-hmm. which army do you think is the hardest sell? Uh, what I mean by that is, which one has kind of like the, 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 the less fan, the least fans? Beastmen. Beastman, you went straight in like you weren't even doubting that Beastman. Really, how come? I mean, because they're (laughs) Beastman. Like they're just—I don't know. There's a bunch of hairy, ugly dudes. Sorry to hairy, ugly dudes out there. Literally Um, me. How dare you? I didn't mean. uh, (laughs) uh, But yeah, like yeah, Beastman. There's nothing that has ever interested. I have literally, I literally, other than the fact that they live in the forest. And they like eat the children of people who live in the empire. I don't know shit about beastmen. Maybe that's my problem. I read, for example, offhandly that they like to get drunk. And in my head, I was like, "What? <laughs> These guys are just like, they're just like part party animal beastmen? What? I don't know. So I don't know anything about them. Uh, they stink, and I hate them. <laughs> okay, I think the toughest cell. I think the toughest cell will be dwarfs. What? Yeah, I think short I, kings. I think no, no, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Short kings are never a tough sell. Rise up, my short kings! I love you all. Um, no, not short kings. I just think we all know. You speak to anyone, someone's like, "I'm going to get into the old world," and then someone will be like, "Oh, hey, I play Warhammer Fantasy Battle," and someone's like, "I like dwarves." And you'll be like, "All you ever do is stand in a corner and shoot your cannons. Don't do anything else. It's boring." And then they go, "No, I don't want to do that." And I think that conversation will permeate quite a bit. Uh, might be wrong. Of course, dwarfs really popular uh, in like you know World of Warcraft stuff like that. But anyway, that's kind of my. I think uh, also hairy men that I get th- drunk. You also hairy men that get drunk. Well, that theme is prevalent in this game. 
I would say, Rob, <laughs> that you're, you're you're not wrong. You're absolutely not wrong on the on the point of dwarves mechanic, like game wise, um, are um, maybe a bit on the boring side um, and not particularly dynamic. But that doesn't stop people from loving dwarves. And again, like just collecting so many dwarves um like that's a thing that um like they they are a very popular um faction i don't see that changing um, maybe maybe and maybe they're they've got something in this game that makes them a little more interesting i don't know uh don't but know. Well, uh, yeah you're right on the table on the table i couldn't agree with you more but i think that doesn't stop people from at least buying them and then getting horribly disappointed when they actually go to use them as someone who's just three printed a dwarf army i'd like everyone to be clear that uh that like I'm in on the dwarfs, but I think I think maybe a tough pitch. I'm not really sure. Mm. Um okay, anyway, right, get back to the article. Sepulchral Stalkers and then Necropolis Knights on the pre-order viewers list as well. Uh hot or not, smash or pass. That's smash. That's a big smash. That's an overhand smash. Overhand smash? Really? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go for an absolutely yikes to jikes. Not in. What? Yeah. What? No. The, the Cobra Surfers? They look dumb. <laughs> <laughs> for, those, for those of you on the podcast, Rob thinks that a bunch of skeletons riding golden Cobra zombie things is dumb. Well, no, sir. I I will I will counter with you're dumb. Do you want to know why? There's not one hairy man getting drunk, and now this is all I think the game is. Yeah, I'm going to play dwarves and beast men, and that'll be my theme. Dw drunk significant, <laughs> significant theme. I wonder if Skaven get drunk. Maybe they. <laughs> they get high. Okay, yeah, so uh, I think a lot of things. Uh, a lot of people got hype as hell about this. The return of the Necrosphinx. This has got people hype. I mean, it's a cool model for sure. I think got people a hype. little bit wider base by the looks of it. Yeah, um, yeah. I think uh, all of the uh, it's all of the special units, so all the stuff that's not core for Tomb Kings, got an update, or at least a lot of it did. Got an update in Eighth Edition when it, it was. I think it was the launch uh, faction, actually, ironically enough, of Eighth Edition. Um, so um, yeah, all of this ex, all of the sort of additional units, a lot of them look great. I think. Um, include the, basically everything that we've listed so far. So yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's awesome. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it makes two different things, um, which is nice. You got the War Sphinx and the Necro Sphinx. Um, he's really cool. You can paint it in so many different ways, give it different looks. It's a really, really cool model. Yeah. I, Hopefully I, he's got I, good rules. I'm vibing a lot on the Necro Sphinx. The War Sphinx, I'm a bit like, I'm not sure, but there you go. Mm. Uh, then... <laughs> I, what are we laughing? I, I laughed uncontrollably yesterday, and I can't not do it today. Cetra. <laughs> Number oh. one, this does mean I've lost my house. Uh, yes, you've lost your house. Joke. So, joke. Don't own jokes a house. On, jokes <laughs> on the audience. No, he doesn't have a house. He just he lives behind my car at Warhammer World. Um, I live in a Chinese family the, restaurant. People know that. That's, that's fine. I don't mind admitting it on there. That's fine. Um, so this is what I'd say about Cetra. Cetra himself, I like a lot. I like, I like, I could see myself getting Cetra and just throwing his chariot in the garbage, or at the very least, and then, or like maybe printing new horses, just finding some way to make him a little more interesting. 
Mm-hmm. I'm really fascinated to know what kind of base he winds up on too with those four ha- with those four hosses riding. Um, but yeah, like I, um, yeah, he's 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 not he's not great. But I think that's mostly the skeleton horses at fault there. Yes, uh, I would say also something that's I don't know if people have mentioned this, but this is our first named character. Uh, Elise Duchard. Oh yes, sorry, sorry, but it's uh, yes, Elise Duchard. Um, but that she's in like Bretonia, our first named character for Mm -hmm. Twin Kings makes sense. Uh, but like we haven't seen other than Elise, who it seems is probably because she's not on release. I assume is in the Arcane Journal, Cetera, Similarly, I assume is kind of like we haven't seen named characters. Is what I'm trying to point out. Yeah. Like, and that's yeah. kind of interesting. Um. Yes, it is. Uh, well, we saw Kotep. Is that his name? The guy with the scroll for Cetra, which, uh, which I think led you to believe that there might be a new, uh, new Cetra. Either way, yeah, uh, named characters are starting to trickle out. Um, and, um, yeah, it's too bad Cetra doesn't have a nice resin kit or plastic kit, but, um, I like him. Like I said, I think, I think Cetra himself, I wish I could just buy him and then put him on a different chariot. Yeah, I agree. Uh, okay. Cetra is yikes. Uh, <laughs> then the Lich Priest is also. <laughs> yeah, he's not great. He's not, he's not living his best life. So that's <laughs> well, gonna... His best, not even his best unlife. Yeah, that model is not the one. And then now this is kind of like torn everyone, and I think these are metal. I'm not sure, but the what? Ushapti, uh, Ush- Ushapti, yeah, yep. Uh, with uh, yes, and uh, they're different, aren't they? One's metal, one's not. I think or something like. Oh, they're both metal. No, they should both be metal. I would think. So um, no for me, they're boss. a little spindly too. Yeah, so um, no for me. There are some really good third-party versions of these guys. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, so good, and I, I, yeah, I think I would, I think I will pass on them. However, as far as like a classic model goes, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset with anybody um, who has a real fondness for these guys. I think these guys um, are a lot of people's favorite models. So I, I got, I got nothing against them. I just think there's ones I like better. Yeah. Uh, there, there are ones that are definitely better, in my opinion. And then uh, <laughs> the scale, the difference between the new sculpted two king and the lich priest is like, it's like it is night and day. It's hilarious. Yes. Uh, yeah. But the tomb king is also a big smash. Uh, the BSB, mm-hmm. I think we can both agree, a big smash. Yeah, he's a man for me. Oh, really? I don't know why. I just I, I didn't like him very much. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. But kind of, I would put them in the past category as well. Again, suspicious of undead um, banner bears. Like, why do I even need them? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, what's happening? Why do I need one of these? I don't like this. Yeah. What are you trying uh, to do with me, DW? And then the Tomb Kings, uh, the Tomb Swarms, and then finally uh, the reference cards and the dice. Again, all over. Stop, tr- stop, 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 stop treating me like the sub that I am. Uh, <laughs> And then uh, the kind of the hot topic, though the hot pick is the card sleeves uh, that have Ooh. been printed, leading me to believe that we should 100% produce some square-based card sleeves. There's a lot of stuff that Tom Tom is just under the yoke of future production commitments that we've made for him offhandly on the show, yeah. and uh, I agree. Uh, he should get designing. Card sleeves would be fantastic. Um yeah, uh, I really like them. Also, what I liked about the card sleeves is it tells you the size of the cards, which are card sized. I don't know if GW is, has commonly made things card sized these days, but I, the last time I, I bought a 
deck of reference cards. Uh, like the first time I ever saw them was Warhammer 40k 8th edition. They were like, they like fold literally folded out. They're like this big for some reason. And then there was um, the like uh, uh, Armageddon. Um, I think that's what it's called. Anyway, they, they were like this size. Like so, um, and by what am I holding up? I don't like a like a like a postcard size. These feel like they're going to be more like playing card sized, like um, so then they're not obscenely large, which is nice. Um, uh, so I I'm I'm excited about that, and I think it'll be really useful to have them. Yeah, I would say one of the things that uh, is most offensive about the dice in this set is that they are round edged. Ugh. That's not very square. They? Yeah, they're round edged. They're not square mm. square shaped. So just rude. That is that is offensive. That is offensive. <laughs> it is offensive. <laughs> but they they know that I'm just going to take it. So yeah. I'll take it. Uh, so the common magic items card pack. I think I'm probably going to be fine without. Uh, to be honest, really. Maybe, well, maybe like maybe I'll get it. I don't know. I'd like like I'm gonna. I'm only gonna normally have like the the. I, do I put them near a unit? I don't know. Like. I guess maybe I'm not sure. Like the laws of magic card pack, I like I've already said this on the stream before. But I'm going to buy two, if not multiple uh, decks of that pack, uh, at least two. No, uh, well I can always make it myself. I'm going to get two. I won't get any more than that. Um, mm -hmm. Just because nice, 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 nice showing of restraint on that one, Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because I'll lose a card, but I'm just wondering if they FAQ right. something. But I think they'll FAQ nothing. So I think we're fine. I mean, we'll see Errata someday, I'm sure, but they're not going to like ever release a new deck of cards with the Errata. Like, has GW ever done a second edition that included fixes? Like, never, never in their lives have they ever done that. Only no. forward for GW. So yeah, yeah, never look back. <laughs> never, don't look back. No stranded soldiers. Uh, and then we got some square basses. Uh, that have been announced and released. Ooh, this is this this. Oh man, I wish we were all over uh, like all over the internet with this one. Because look at that, thirty by thirty millimeters. We what did a it. shocker! We did. What it. a shocker! We did um, also available yeah. on the Wizard Game website if you'd like to pick some up. Sure is, sure is. Um, or I think you put them up as a free SDL as well if you want to print yourself print them yourself on, on the yes, Patreon. They're on the Patreon. Yeah, yeah. So you can yeah. print them yourself, uh, which is good. Um, but or pay them, or pay, pay, I mean, pay Rob. Some people don't have 3D printers, right? That's the easiest. That's answer. true. That's true. Yes, yes, also true. Um, the pricing on these um, bases, I think, is just going to be funny. Um, also, like, another thing that I love is, like, reading comments from people. Oh, my God, I saw your reply to that comment yesterday. I, <laughs> Someone wrote, and I'm going to just, and I'll let Val answer the way he answered. Someone wrote, and I quote, <clears throat> I don't think it's right that Games Workshop haven't produced 20 mil bases in this pack so that people playing old editions can play. And then you said, uh, Why don't you buy a dump truck full of 20 millimeters from literally any website um, for no money or just get them for free from all the people about to throw them in the garbage? Yeah. <laughs> like, Games Workshop bases are outrageously expensive versus just yes. anywhere you can buy them on the internet. Literally anywhere. Literally anywhere. So, <laughs> like... <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, maybe one of the worst products in human history <coughs> uh, is also... Uh, uh, the uh, the the famous movement tray. Oh, jeez! Uh, do it yourself. Why? 
and like the thing that the only reason I'm upset about this being released is that people will buy it. It's also so expensive. It is. Uh, it is maybe the. I mean. I mean, cards and dice are one thing. Where's that? Do I have the movement tray? Here we go. 40 US dollars, estimated to be 48 Canadian dollars for a pack of their movement trays, which, no, which is you. just absurd. It's just just absurd. Um, that, that to me is like the price of something that they don't want to sell or make or waste their time with. And again, they're going to make you, make you buy them. There's so many other places you can get very high quality movement trades, including the Honest Wargamer. Um, don't buy that, guys. It's bad. It's lame. They always look terrible. You got to fill the gaps after you glue all the bits on. Yep. It's just, they're brutal. The sides come and they're off. And also, the sides just clip off. Also, they're just the ones from Warhammer Fantasy Battles. So the people probably don't realize this. One side has 25 mil, is, is designed for 25 millimeter size bases, and the other side is designed for 20 millimeter size bases. It's still only 200 millimeters wide, so therefore it's not going to like accommodate that many that much width for your 30 millimeter bases. It's just such a it's a late it's the laziest release yet, I, I think. This is has no place here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of Get here. Get out of here. Uh, you can also buy, and I will be buying this um, uh, for a couple of reasons, but mainly because my girlfriend right. drew it. Um, is the map? Oh, the map. The map. Give me the map. The Give map. me the map obviously map i'm gonna buy a map i already have a map and i'm gonna get the map i'm gonna get the map yeah i'm getting the map 100 mm -hmm. the uh my favorite story that louise told me uh my partner who who drew this is that when she went to work for the community team uh terrible mistake on her part uh is uh the <laughs> and left sds uh, that she had done most of the map, uh, but she gave some of it to the very talented Holly Goodwin. So I just want to shout out Holly Goodwin for being great. Mm -hmm. But um, she hadn't done the bottom left-hand corner. She was like, they'll fill that out when they get there. Never did? <laughs> it's just blank. The left-hand side <laughs> is just blank. <laughs> like Spain that's is funny. just blank there. There's nothing in Spain. Um, which is... Uh, oh, that's, that's what she left? She left a stellar? Yeah, she like, left. So she, she was like, I'm doing that next. That's wild. Cause like, is she aware of like the the incredible conspiracy theories and like like gnashing of teeth that's going to cause amongst like like fantasy fans? Like, why exactly. is there Arabic in there? Why like like so funny? <laughs> exactly. Just because she laughed. <laughs> so funny. So funny. So funny. Um, there's I've I've asked her. I've asked if she will do like a little video about like um because she's told me in like obviously like she's told me she was like oh i put like these little mountains here or i put a little infographic here or like she enjoyed putting the little sea monsters on the map and stuff so there's been mm -hmm. there's some fun little like uh like uh because she did a lot of the maps for um the horus heresy as well which is fun so like there's some there's some there's some fun little easter eggs as a as a designer that i'd love her to talk about if she gets the opportunity to um, so that's super content. great content. Yeah, uh, yeah, super great content. I'd absorb that. Uh, so yeah, really cool. Love the map, uh, and that's it. That's it. So there we go. Uh, so how do you feel about the Tour de Force? Tour de Force. Uh, one. This is how I feel about it. It's overwhelming. Like I don't think I realized what I was wishing for when I was like, "Are they going to release everything all at once?" They couldn't possibly. Mm. This is this is half of the stuff for both factions. Like maybe half of the stuff. And it's so much stuff. The scope of this, um, this like this game being re-released, 
even using old kits uh, is nuts. Like it's just it's just so much stuff that they've got to like suddenly start manufacturing. A lot of this is not just is not web only. A lot of this is available for for stores to stock on their shelves. Um, basically, the stuff that isn't is um, like. Uh, you know the metal the metal models I don't think are are basically any of the plastic kits like you can buy from your FLGS and I think they can even order the metal stuff and and the the web only stuff um, so like it's just it's so much stuff and it's just gonna continuously keep coming um, don't know what the pace is, is is like yet but yeah I was just overwhelmed by half of half of two armies being released and it's just like wow that's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it is. I was very inarticulate, but you get what I'm saying. No, no, it wasn't. No, no, <laughs> I understood. No, no, I agree. It's a lot of stuff. Um, and you're right. Like reintroduce, like because they're not just even like, hey, hey, here's Underworlds. Like here's Warcry. Here's a little setting. You know, they're like, hey, by the way, there was actually 30 years of stuff here. Um, yeah. There's three of us. Okay. Yeah. There are 20 armies. Um, 16. Or see, whatever. Like some amount of money. <laughs> Right, like, <laughs> whatever. Right, it's like it's fucking loads. Like it's lots. It's yeah. lots. It's lots. Yeah. Uh, which is exciting. Which is why I'm so excited about making content for it. Uh, because because there's so much. Like my brain is full of just like all these great ideas and all these fun things to talk about. I really, really cannot wait to do. You're sat in the comfy chair at home. The nine and a half hour row that we have about whether or not putting a rune on our dwarf cannon is a good idea or not. Like, I'm excited. Yeah. Like, Answer, yes. Yeah. Two runes, maybe even three runes. Who knows? We can get crazy, guys. <laughs> I'm excited. There's going to be, be some really fun stuff. Then running events, looking at tournament lists, uh, looking at just fun lists, some silly things you can do. Um, uh, the freedom is pretty wild. Uh, and then I cannot wait for the conversation about casual. Oh, it's just meant to be a casual game. I'm like, no, no, no. Who? Who? <laughs> which which busy dad or mum with a 40-hour work week is like, yeah, I can't wait to read these 250 pages of rules tonight after my desk jockey job today. I, mean, I, I, I do wonder what percentage of people ever read all of the rules versus like receiving them, like learning them from a friend or something like that. Um, like that, I think I think a lot of people do learn the game in general secondhand. Um, but yeah, like there's nothing there's nothing cat like if there's nothing casual about Warhammer in general, there is nothing casual about spending fifty dollars on twenty dice. There's nothing <laughs> casual about that. Okay? That is a you have a problem, and uh, you're just gonna take it. Much like there's nothing casual about reading a three hundred fifty page rulebook and probably enjoying yourself all the way through. I am going to del delight in turning all of those pages and reading it in whatever form I have it. So it's gonna be awesome. There's a great video um, we should talk about about like the the like, there's so many good stuff. There's so many good conversations about like the future of what's happening, what's going on, all those other things. But I think uh, so. Uh, I, I'm just excited for the future. I think the future is gonna be fun. I think the future is gonna be interesting. Um, and uh, and I hope. Uh, again, a little clarion call from me. I'm also someone who is deeply invested in Age of Sigma. I really like Age of Sigma. I think it's great. I've started to get into other game systems and con will continue to do so this year as well. Let's just take a moment to just remember that everyone enjoys different things. Uh, yeah. And so let people enjoy the things that they enjoy. Um, not Battle Pilgrims, obviously. 
Uh, <laughs> just, just not Battle Pilgrim. <laughs> not that. You're a total no, okay. GW simp if you like Battle Pilgrims. Battle Pilgrims, um, fine. Mounted Yeoman, no. Okay, we can agree. Everyone can agree. It's mounted no men. No. <laughs> um, one thing. One thing that I think will be we conspicuously haven't really talked about, and I and I know what I'm your ready. response is going to be, mm. is just pricing in general on this stuff. I know you don't like this conversation, so I'd love you to tee off on that. I don't. Um, because because this is something that people are reacting strongly to. Um, I think we, by the way, nailed it. I think I, I think I readjusted my um, our, our, my pricing guess, and it, I just went back and looked at the Horace Heresy box, and that's basically the cost. Um, so what's your what's your what's your feeling on pricing? So, so the reason I don't like having the conversation about pricing is because it's you know that kind of conversation you have where like the two loudest people in the room are arguing about something for no real reason and they never intend to partake in the thing. I often mm -hmm. feel like the pricing conversation is always uh, someone, you know, dogging on Games Workshop, which I really support, um, or yeah. like defending Games Workshop, which I think like you need you need to, you know, seek some therapy because uh, it's a corporation. SCS. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, apart from SCS, obviously we love them. But like my, my reason is, is because... The, the conversation about price is is completely uh, devoid from what people's you know financial situations are like, um, mm -hmm. and so some people for some people it's literally nothing, right? Mm -hmm. You know, um, and for other people it's a it's it's a huge personal investment, and to a certain section of our community, which is some people I've always been really conscious of. It's a it's a it's a problem that they have. Like you know, they they buy too much, they overbuy, they get caught up in the hype. You know, so like and yeah, we were just joking about fifty dollars on dice. That's actually a fair point. Some people probably should not be spending fifty dollars on dice. Uh, but uh, yeah, and yeah. I, I, I don't know if I'm being a little bit sensitive about that that, yeah. that group of people existing or how big that group of people are. Um, you yeah. know, and for some people like. My friend Will, um, he's he's really lovely. He's a guy called Sneese. And during the lockdown, I'm sorry, this is a really long answer to your question. Um, but no, this I is know, what I want. I know your back is hurting. We had this we had this really heartfelt conversation where he talked to me about like the difference about instant gratification and like long term joy. And long term joy is something that's like harder to like work towards. Uh, Sneese is a wonderful person thinking about this stuff. Um, and you know, instant gratification, which I do sometimes. You 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 know, you get yourself a little treat. You're like, I don't, I've done a good job i'll go get a coffee you know like sure. it, it's such an easy fixed reward and it's same like you go out and you think yeah just i'm gonna go buy a, i'll buy a box of models you got lots of models building and painting an army is pretty torturous and then putting it on the tabletop is fairly rewarding but it's not the instant gratification high that just buying a box of models is or buying a thing that sure. you want is um yep. And those two things are things that we all have to like marry together, which is why the conversation around price is something I, I don't overly love taking part in because I think everyone's on a journey with it, uh, whether or not their financial situation is what it is. And also Games Workshop is just grossly overpriced anyway. I think that's a really mm -hmm. fair statement. They make massive profits. They underpay their staff pretty aggressively. Um, mm -hmm. You know, uh, so i like i don't and, and also old world is a particularly bad conversation for price because everyone will jump in and be like rob these models were made in 1992 and i'll be like <laughs> i agree like <laughs> yes do you know what i mean fact. it's a fact so i'm excited for the old world 
and I'm excited for people to buy the minis they want to buy, uh, whatever those minis may be. Um, but I like you know we talked about this on air, and I'll buy the books, and the books are also crazy overpriced as well. Um, and that's probably buy the books, buy the map, might buy the cards, but that's about it. And even then, I know I'm making some bad decisions based on my excitement. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I should yeah. not be buying those things at all. Yeah. So that's my yeah that's probably my... probably yeah that's I mean yeah like the the uh, <clears throat> yeah the, I mean I think with all of this stuff I mean there's I guess there's a, there's a conversation of like there's price but there's also value right yes. and like the value that we get out of these things and I think it comes from a lot of different angles so like spending too much money on dice we joked a long time about about that and it's funny having like this reflection on well is that a fair thing to even joke about but people buy outrageous trinkets all the time yes. right yes. and i guess it comes down it really does have to come down to the individual uh, as to whether or not it's worth it to buy the tomb king dice um, and I will admit that often I box. So often I will say I'm getting the limited edition thing or whatever, and I will get to the web card and I'll put it in and I'll go, yeah, actually that's stupid. I'm not going to do it. Not in this case though. But I guess what I'm saying here is it really does have to come down to a question of value for yourself. Where I get upset is when the community uses the buy-in of official stuff as a means to gatekeep or to say, you know, this version of the hobby is better than that version of the hobby. Um, where like, where, whereas there are lots of different ways for you to access this game, whether that's, um, whether that's buying secondhand TTS, 3d printing, there's a thousand different ways you can, you can get things to the tabletop and invest the time and have something really creative and beautiful that, you know, you've made and put out there. Um, I do not believe very much in the, I think it's, I think where people get really upset is that to get the official stuff. Yeah, it's expensive. But that's why it's the official stuff. I think what you need to realize is that, like, you don't need the official stuff to enjoy and participate. Um, but, it, but it also despite... validates. Like, when you have the official stuff, you feel more valid. Like, sure. Yeah. Like, I think. And I, I mean, think, that, I think that's fair. And like, yeah. And as objects of desire, it's you know, it's easy for me to to you know, I can choose whether or not I buy one of these things. I I, ha I have I have the choice. I can buy it or I not buy it. Some people just do not have the option to buy it, and that sucks. And that sucks. Um, and I wish I had a better, and I think that's where a lot of the anger comes from. Cause like, if I put myself in the shoes of somebody who, uh, loves this game as much as I do, but just literally cannot afford these prices, I can see why they are so upset. Um, absolutely. Um, and I get that sucks. And I, the, the, there's, <laughs> there's a piece of me that wants to be like, well, here's what I would do, you know, but like, that's, that isn't me. Like, so I need to like give those people some space. That being said, though, for a lot of people, they have these things. They are just excited. Um, you know, they they maybe when they when these things were available for sale the first time around, they were at a different place in their life and they couldn't afford them. They can now, and they are excited to make that purchase. So I think like a lot of the toxic conversation around price also takes away from the people who have the ability and opportunity to get things that they have always wanted. And now they can go out and like chase that nostalgia dream a little bit and like make the army that they always wanted to make. Um, so I think it's a bit unfair to those folks to kind of shame them for being excited for this. Um, so yeah, I think, I think price can be unfortunate. However, I think the, the one point that I find the most annoying are the people who complain, but buy it anyway. Um, it's fine to joke and like complain, but if like, 
if like you're just obnoxiously moaning about price all the time and how you're being taken advantage of. But seriously, unlike what we're doing, I think we're pretty eyes open about why we spend money and what we spend on. And we're pretty thoughtful about the decisions that we make as far as purchases are concerned, except for the dice. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, like I think it was, it's, it's the people who like are like just complain about how expensive it is, um, basically the whole continent of Australia, and then go out and buy it anyway. I think that's where I think those folks need to actually think about it um, and whether or not it's it's coming from a place of entitlement. It's it's because it's it sucks for to me. This was where I I don't like um, is like there are people who. It's not an entitlement thing. It's a man. I really want to do this, but I can't. Thing and that sucks. And I and I have nothing. Again, I all I could try and do is come up with some creative ideas for how to still engage with it if it's not something that's in your price point. But um, there's also the people who just um, who who just complain about it, but buy it anyway. And that to me is just like that's that's hypocritical. Find there's, find there's, something there's, else to do. There's also the flip side. Like you and me shouldn't buy the dice. Like, and I know you're going to buy the dice anyway, but we shouldn't. And because we're just supporting them to making, like, you know, e e purchasing power is important. And you know this better than I do. Purchasing power is important. And, like, you know, uh, I really want the old world to succeed, but they really have given people a really shit sandwich. You know, you've been like, I love Tomb King. Like, like not me personally, but like someone's like, I love Tomb Kings. Tomb Kings are my thing. Like, I love them to yeah. bits. I'm really excited. Same with Bretonia. I'm excited for them to come back. But you're making me buy 30-year-old models to support it is an absolute kick in the dick. If we're being 100% like it, we're going down this route, which is why I hate opening this can of worms when it comes to price, because then you get into like what is very like uh, obvious corporate greed ensconced in art that I really love. So like, mm -hmm. and that's the problem because I want to engage with the art. Like I was reading the wiki about the halflings the other day and I was like, let's go. Like, this is great. <laughs> like, and I was, Dude, I read the wiki on the, I, I read the wiki on the, uh, the age of the three emperors, which is where we're set. And I was like, Oh, I actually had no idea about any of this stuff. I thought I did. I did not. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, like, so I'm yeah. excited about that stuff. Right. Like, yeah. It, but it is all like, especially with Warhammer specifically, but most things, and yes, we do live in a society, and yes, this could be a longer conversation about a million other things, which me and Val have talked about. And Pete, shout out to Pete on the adjacent show. We talked about these things before. Yeah. This is a hobby. That's why, but the things you can, okay, so let's talk about, let's move price to the side for a second, talk about things we can do positively as a community. So I personally massively embrace 3D printing. I think it's, yeah. and I know you do too. The Squarebase show does. Um, I think it's valid. I think the sculpts are almost always better. They're like infinitely cheaper. Um, even if you end up buying a, a, a 3D printer first, there's so many positives to that. Buying them on Etsy, building, buying them as a club. Like, you know, you've got a local club. There's 10, 15 of you. Buy a 3D printer amongst yourselves. Start running it. Have someone be the boss. You know, you know, give up a little bit. If you haven't got money, you do have time. Uh, in some cases, mm -hmm. give up a little bit of time. Put that in there. You know, you can produce these things like a character pack. Uh, I printed every every dwarf character I need on one printer tray. Yeah. Okay. I'm talking nothing compared considering they're like 20, 30 quid from Games Workshop per one pennies uh, in yeah. comparison. I don't think they were pennies, but pennies in comparison. So, yes. you know, it's, it's, it's 
I think that's the reason I don't like getting into it because there's just no solution other than positive steps. Embrace 3D printing, embrace alternate sculpts, embrace old sculpts, round bases. I've had loads of people ask me that question. There are movement trades you could buy where you put your round bases inside of a square base. Yeah, go for I, it. I will say too, I will say too that most of the, the cost is upfront for brand new shit, okay? Yeah. Uh, I have always been a massive, massive proponent of secondhand stuff. Six months from now, you will be. I, I have no doubt that, like, one month from now, it's going to be probably pretty expensive for you to buy a lot of Tomb King stuff still, even on eBay, even from GW, whatever. It's going to cost at least retail. <clears throat> Six months from now, we're going to be a lot of people who made emotional decisions, put down their credit card, bought everything, and then realized, oh, I don't want to scrape mold lines off of a thousand Tomb King skeletons. No, thank you. <laughs> and they will sell it. For forty or fifty percent, which is still not not free, but way cheaper. And now you get the official thing at a much less usurious cost. That person gets some of their money back, which is nice. Um, I am a massive fan of secondhand stuff, um, but what it does mean is that you have to have patience. You have to you have to see this for what it is, which is a lot of people very excited. We're part of the hype cycle. We're out there getting people all frothy for this too, like literally driving this. Um, so like. If, if you're like, whoa, that's too much, pump the brakes because um, not even six months, a few, like a couple of months down the road, people are going to be selling these things secondhand for a fraction of what they paid for it. 100%. And, and that, that's a very reasonable way to go about getting it. You can find them on Facebook, Discord chats, I'm sure. Uh, you know, where, depending on where you are, eBay, Craigslist, Kijiji in Canada, all these places, I have the majority of my collection, vast majority of my collection comes secondhand. Because also often it comes with a paint job um, for, you know, um, you know, and that's a big deal for me because I'm I, I'm not a big painting guy. Um, so anyway, there are ways to engage. Um, I think ultimately um, the only people who I have any heart for are, again, folks who, um, you know, are as excited about this as I am, but literally just can't afford it. I think some of the options that Rob came up with there are really uh, valid and good ways to, to engage with it. And then. You know, like uh, as as for people who are just complaining because it's expensive, yeah, it's expensive. So you got to decide whether or not that's again uh, worth it to you. If it has value to you, then the price is the price, and that's that's what that's what we roll with. Yeah. Uh, there are alternatives to just paying them what they tell you to. Yes, um, which I think a lot of people do not give enough credit to. And and I'd like to be clear, uh, and I think uh, like, I don't want to speak for you, so I'll just say it for myself. Creators inside the space who are not advocating for there being alternatives. Are, are being disrespectful to the community and also to you as a listener. Like, I, like I have, I, I, you sit opposite a table from me and you're like, hey, I'm excited to be here. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing this game. Just so you know, but you don't, you would not even have to advocate. You wouldn't have to be like, hey, I have some alternate models from let's say Mantic, because obviously those other ones are a little bit too expensive to me. I do this other job. I look after my sick mom, whatever the fucking reason. You would never you even, say any of that. You, you would have to say none of that. You don't have to justify yourself. Like if you have a million pounds and you were like, I'm not spending this fucking money and I'm going to buy this right. or like, then you don't have to justify that to me. As long as it kind of looks like a fantasy army and you You've put some effort and love into it. It's all that I give a fuck about. Like, yeah. And so anyone else advocating for something different, and I apologize because I don't want to include you in this because I feel passionate now. I think is a dickhead, not Val. Val doesn't yes. think he's a dickhead. Like, I no, speak I, I fully agree. No, I fully agree. If if someone has brought to a table an army that is 
been like effort has been put into it and whatever it means that is like we're not talking about toothpicks and 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 whatever because again i think fundamentally too this is something that people need uh, that i think is important is this is a game of aesthetics there are we could play this game with tokens we could play this game with uh, like with with uh without any models at all you can play it on tts when you're playing it at the tabletop um there you do have to realize that there is an element of aesthetics to this it it should fit the the it should fit. It should hang together as a Warhammer, the old world army. That being said, there are lots of ways to get to something that hangs together as a Warhammer, the old world army. That doesn't have to be a bunch of hunched over 20 plus year old sculpts that the Tomb Kings are. If those aren't what you like, or if you think they're too expensive or you can't afford them, there are other ways to get there. Um, and I think it's the people who say, no, only the official thing is what counts as an old world army. Only the, only the stuff that you know you bought at retail and painted yourself, which I've literally seen these types of sentiments out there. It's disrespectful to uh, players who've spent all of the money to use a third-party model. Kiss my ass. Um, <laughs> if you if you bought if you bought that army, it's valuable to you. And if if I bring a, an army to the table that just looks appropriate to the theme and the setting. And as I have put effort in, or it's maybe something that I have imagined and created myself um, that still, again, like hangs together and is appropriate, then you should not look down your nose at me, sir or ma'am, <laughs> you know, like kiss my ass. Like it's we should engage with this, uh, this, I think, freely with enthusiasm. And a lot of the times, by the way, for all the corporate welfare folk out there, GW is going to earn our, 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 our money. They're going to earn um like what we give them through the stuff that they give us that has value if you don't have value for grail pilgrims you're not going to buy them uh if enough people are like rob and not like me maybe they'll, they'll realize hey we should maybe have some better kits out there but um i think they're gonna do just fine guys i think they're gonna sell a lot of books i think they're gonna sell a lot of new and old models i think this game is gonna do just fine do you still think it's gonna sell out do you think yes. pre-order? Do you think the pre-order stuff is going to sell? Out? Okay. I mean, the new. Kits. I wonder about the starters now. I'm nervous about the starters. The I, kit, I don't know. The, I don't know. The new kits. The new kits are like sorry. The new kits and stuff. 100. percent The old kits and stuff. I mean, it's spenny, but I think there's enough whales out there that are just yeah. going to pick it up. So I think that's going to be the conclusion. Well, I would also like to say that there is a secret third option, obviously, to all of these things we just talked about. Is Warhammer Fest will be in the summer, and if security is anything like it was last Warhammer Fest, uh, then <laughs> no. there's a great opportunity uh to um to pick up some wildly cheap some may even say close to free <laughs> we'll have a minute <laughs> no, anyway uh <laughs> yeah. just don't wear the square best t-shirt when you do it yeah. um yeah <laughs> uh but, but that's uh of course as always my my uh lawyer in chat personal is making me say that this is obviously sarcasm um, for entertainment purposes, for entertainment only. purposes uh, only whatever you do don't uh <laughs> anyway <laughs> moving on i don't think if you have to be if the only way to play this game uh for you is to commit uh theft or robbery uh probably explore other hobbies have to uh, excited about the prospect of different things yeah <laughs> I like everyone's always like everyone's That's always, how you like, get your everyone's always like theft is bad i'm like you all love indiana jones that motherfucker just stealing anything he can find 
That's right? true. I yeah. mean, and you're from Nottingham, so like you do have like that's the other genu- problem as genuinely well. Genuinely programmed. For, yeah, yeah. For Robin people, Hood. people are always like, I am from Nottingham, so if there's one group of people on the earth who can say that stealing from the rich is like literally in our cultural DNA, yes, yeah, absolutely. it's me and the Merry Men. So there you go. So uh, watch out. Anyway, uh, if you do, if you do do a smash and grab at Warhammer Fest, never at local gaming store, never local gaming store. Also, you have to be wearing tights of some kind. Um, and John wearing them right now. Uh, Absolutely. Don't doubt it for a second. (laughs) Anyway, I know like, so I do know that you often, um, because you know, I do think you know square bass. I think price is something that is a big topic uh, on the community about this. And I think it comes down to a personal call of value. And I appreciate you having the conversation because I think people would have called us cowards if we didn't. And also, I think it's an important one to have. And that's, I think we kind of got some ideas about how I feel about it out there. And that's yeah, cool. it's, it's, it's uh, it, it, that's why I don't have the convo. I prefer concentrating on the art, which is like rules, minis, law, that sort of stuff. Like, you know, maybe it's just because I've been covering Warhammer for so long. That like mm. you know like and also nothing was solved in our conversation like that's the problem like these 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 conversations will happen for the rest of time, um, but yeah. maybe we've we've orientated how we feel about it, which is nice. Uh, um, yeah. Do you think it's going to sell out? I'm suddenly nervous about it, but uh, on the other side of it, I just can't believe they've made enough stuff. So I think yes, I think it sells out because they probably produced it to sell it out. I'd be. I'm curious to see the two. I'm wonder if that Tomb King box sells out. To be honest with you, because it's a higher price point, the less liked faction, uh, the worse models. I will be. I am curious to see what what happens with it. Yeah. Okay. And me too. I me think Bretonians slam dunk. I think you know, like all the new kits that they release. Yeah, they're going to be hard to come by. I think the books. I can they sell out books? I think if they can, they will. They, they, um, they certainly they... dice sleeves cards. Those will all gone. Um, I'm even going to get the. I think I'm. I, I have asked my my friend who's into the limited edition Black Library stuff. I'm going to do the lab, the Black Library limited edition Bretonian book to go on my shelf. So from the from get go, I will be a completionist on printed materials, which is just weird. But uh, that is something it's, I am going to try. To do. Yeah, like that's that's the copium. People are like, you, yeah, I can't believe you're not saying buy the models. I'm like, we buy books we know are going out of date stop it like we've recycled a lot of books okay we're already making bad purchasing decisions live on air we're telling you we're admitting well i don't want other people to hear this um (laughs) yeah like every other show rob does is like do not buy the books every time every time we do a coverage of like a live reveal we mockingly talk about how many books are going to be published i'm i know i'm not surprised that i'm gonna buy the book i'm shocked at how pro at how uh book positive you are at the beginning of this release because because like are they useful no yeah like uh are they uh, they, like 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 because they go out they'll go out of date that they will be like do they have a shelf life yes there are so many negatives but do i just goddamn want them for me i work really hard like is it a big thing for me to want no like it's fine you know like um and so I'm excited about it, no and they'll be on no my point. shelf, and there'll be fun little things. So I might even, I might put them on my bookcase and just like have them at home in my bedroom, so just like read some stuff at night. I kind of want to do that with some of the AOS stuff as well. So uh, that's where I'm at with that. Odds, odds are they'll stay on the bookshelf for me, and I'll read them in PDF. <laughs> but like that, that's that's legit, right? So it got to a place in 40k where I stopped buying them because of that. But I, I just want these, and also I have. 
I have a complete eighth edition, so I got to keep the streak alive. So uh, just some some breaking news to wrap the show up. Some breaking news is that uh, the there will be the world's first battle report out oh. on on Warhammer the Plus. Um, <laughs> Blues. The Plus. Uh-huh. Don't forget that they did do two. Um, they did do two. Horus Heresy battle reports at the launch of Horus Heresy, uh, and then never made any since. So oh, uh, yeah. please just be uh, uh, just be conscious uh, of that, because um, that's going to be something that, uh, like, if you're like, I'm going to sign up for a whole year and get all of my hot uh, news. Uh, oh, there's even more breaking news. We'll go back to that. Even more breaking news. Go ahead. The Dwarven Mountain Hold dice set has been leaked. What? You- <laughs> Oh boy! Which must they heard mean, us talking. Which must mean it's one of the upcoming books. Maybe book three, maybe book four. It's been Whoa. leaked. The Dwarven Mountain Holds live leak. Whoa! So, uh, and I think was it orcs? Was it orcs that they were gonna? Who, orcs. Who is, orcs who is dwarves? And, uh, no, I think it's orcs and I think it's dwarves, I don't know dwarves and chaos. Who knows? Do we have it? Quick, get a picture of the get a picture of the rule book. Let's look at the uh, let's look at the logo. Let's oh, because oh, this is your side by side thing. Yes, this is. Yeah, so who are dwarves paired with? Uh, you think this is. I th- if this ends up being true, there's no way they did the art and then the release schedule has followed this. Actually, now I'm thinking about it, it's the stupidest idea you've ever had, right? This yeah. is no look, way. Look. Okay, it's, so it's dwarves. For exactly what? Dwarves are paired against. Uh, dwarves aren't even on there. Yeah, they are. There's one of the shields in the bottom. Uh, it is not. Let's see. Oh wait, dwarves, yeah, dwarves are far left. Orcs, orcs and goblins. Orcs. orcs and goblins. Orcs and goblins. Nah, it's orcs not. Orcs and it's... goblins are next. Nah. Dwarves and orcs and goblins. Actually, that would be had... battle for. That would be the Black Reach box. Like you could, I could totally see them re-releasing that too. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. So that's so dwarves confirmed. I mean, already confirmed, <laughs> but double confirmed. Double confirmed. Next. Count it. I kind of offensive they get in an arcane journal. They'd be pissed at that. They're like, we're not in an arcane. Arcane. But then, yeah. So there's a Warhammer Bar report. Uh, so then, um, uh, me too. For McCracken said it's certainly been a trip down memory lane using ranked units once more in a game of Warhammer. Uh, but of course, taking off the rose tinted glasses, running through Warhammer the Old World for the first time, we can see this wasn't just a game we remember from ten years ago. It was much better, apparently. Uh, Simon. Uh, <laughs> I once did uh, live streamed uh, a battle report for Warhammer, uh, Warhammer live stream uh, while he was drunk from Bugman's, which is great. Uh, what we read is a combination of multiple versions of Warhammer Fantasy Battles that we remember with a few tweaks. Okay, anyway, sub phases. What's it even? They're not trying to tell us anything. Take the initiative. What are, what, what are you reading right now? Where are you, it's, where a, are we, it's a Warhammer what? community article where they're talking about the fact that uh, I'm just trying to get to the end. It's some sort of interview with them. But they're having a Tomb King versus Bretonian battle on Warhammer Plus out soon. And then Alex is doing a Lawmasters review. And this is all going to be next week for Bretonia. Okay, well, yeah. See, so, yeah, I guess it's after the uh, I guess it's after the embargo drops. There you go. Oh, wait, cool. the butt rep is live now, apparently. What? No. That well, can't be true. I might have to go have a peek because I'm pretty sure I'm still subscribed. The chances that they get any of the rules right. Probably zero. <laughs> so, so close. To unless, unless it's something cool like JTY is like actually doing the bat rep or something like that. Or like maybe someone from the studio is doing it. 
rather like can you imagine having to learn this game to record two two standalone bat raps and then never think of it again good god <laughs> yeah <laughs> to be like yeah okay we're gonna play two games of this and then never think about this again uh it's a nightmare thank you Rick, for subscribing okay i mean we could do a live watch along you can't but i could potentially do a live watch along That'd be do cool. it okay all right well uh, i encourage you to i if if i wasn't freezing to death in the parking lot of warhammer world um i i and my back on fire again when you're in a car you want to sit facing forward not sideways mm -hmm. not what it's designed to sit not not how it's designed to be sat in very oh. uncomfortable well we're gonna get on with this uh my love to you uh chat uh happy new year to everyone uh, as part of the square based community uh, as well as every other community out there. Shout out to all of you. Um, uh, don't forget, we're bringing you all the hot news and gossip where we can, uh, yep. when we can, and as much as we can uh, with an aggressive aggressive release schedule as is. Any shout outs you want to make, Val, before we go? Shout out to the last episode before uh, Embargo. So we'll have a lot more information. I think we'll, we'll probably try and get out as much content as we can again i'm sort of uh the, the one holding us back right now because i'm recording off a laptop in a car but uh as soon as we can we're going to start cranking some stuff out and as soon as we can get some details and information we'll report it yeah it's going to be really good i'm looking forward to it a lot I can't loads, wait loads of love to everyone see you soon thanks for being square base